Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative on this show. Hey, what's going on? You're Casanova, and I'm here once again for another installment of the Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. I appreciate everybody uh, that's been tuning into the podcast. I see the comments. I see everything. And um, I know one thing people are saying, like, yo, you start off really, really great, and then you stopped. You know, my last podcast was like early May and people were like, yo, what happened? And, you know, you fell off, you was doing something good and then you just stopped. Um, well, what happened was I took time back because I wanted to write a book. Um, one of the things that I really wanted to do when I was in the facility, besides the podcast and bring more attention, I wanted to write a book. And I wanted to, it to be, so I called it the Black Men's Mental Health Bible. And I called it that because... I want it to be a reference that we can go to and understand what mental health illness was. Um, the book is really cool because what I did is I I pretty much first put the, 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 the regular, the definition of that mental health, you know, uh, whether it's cognitive mental health, cognitive, oh, my mouth is dry, mental health sexual disorders, whatever. I want people to understand when they read it what that was. Because I didn't I didn't want to be have a book where for one, I want I'm just a life coach. I may have a degree in psychology, but I am not a doctor or am I a person that is legally uh able to tell you what you should do. But I just wanted it to be a reference. So at it's like the Bible is a reference to uh, character, how you should do, and you take it the way you want to, but it's there for you to interpret it the way you want for help and learn about yourself and values, stuff like that. And I want it to be the same way. That's why I put the Bible part on it, because I want it to be something where, as a black man, I need to understand what's going on with me as a black man. So I made, so what I did is, the first, I put the def, you know, the, the mental health illness I'm talking about, and then I put pretty much the DSMV um, terms of what it is. Then at, after that, I put the black man's experience with that. For example, one of the things I talk about schizophrenia and PTSD. Now, um, in the hood, you know, you have a lot of old guys that are on drugs and they're acting crazy and we look at them, oh, that's crazy Harry or that's crazy Bob or that's, you know what I'm saying? not understanding that this person is really suffering from schizophrenia or and or they have PTSD. Then also they, you know, we 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 they're on, on drugs and we're like, oh them crackheads and all that stuff. You know, we laugh at them. But at the end of the day that person is using alcoholism, using a uh, drug their drug addiction to 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 uh, dull the pain that they go through when it comes to their uh, illness. So, you know, it's a lot of things that we look at on one end and, and we say, oh, okay, it's cool. That's who it is. But then there's really a reason behind it. We don't understand that, you know. So um, I really wanted it to be 
something that we could reference. Now, I, I didn't put every single mental health illness in the book because at the end of the day, the book would be like, you know, 8,000 pages because there's like so many of them. But I try to put the ones that I think in general um, affect us as black men. You know, now, of course, you know, this book is not meant to be therapeutic as far as um, as far as, you know, is going to solve your problems. I will always suggest that if you feel you have any type of mental health problems, go see a professional. Please go see a professional, because at the end of the day, you don't understand if you don't understand what you're going through. If you read the book and, and, and you know, when you read the book and, and you don't see anything that relates to you or, or whatever, still go see uh, any type of, of, of help, you know, whether it's a, da- a counselor or whatever, please go see help. You know, um, the answer isn't religion all the time. It isn't you're being lazy. There is mental health issues out there that affect what you're doing. And when you understand that, then you have a you have more power to control your life. Um, and that's really what this book is about. Also, I attached a journal to it, the Black Men's Mental Health Journal. And it's like four areas in the journal. And it's just a book where you can write things down, like things that we don't do as black men. Well, one is we don't we don't eat right. You know what I'm saying? We really don't eat right. We eat a lot of crap. But like if you really sat down and wrote down everything you eat, you will see like, damn, I'm not eating right. Because what you put into your body, that's what your body's made. Think of it like this. If you're putting sugar in your body all day long, then your body's going to be sugar. And there's side effects. Sleep is something that's very important. One of my diagnoses when I was in the facility was sleep deprivation. And, 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 you know, one thing I learned about that is that when your mind is not, you know, sleep helps your mind reset, helps your mind to clear itself, to, to be able to, to function properly. When you don't get that sleep, you know, people, I, I hear these people all the time, like, oh, I could run off of, uh, you know, two, two, three nights of sleep and I'm still good. But at the end of the day, that's not right. You know, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. So, uh, you know, if you sleep, that means you're wrong. See, these are the things that you're told that are really false. Because at the end of the day, you have to have a sharp, clear mind. And we don't sleep. So I put, like, on the journal, there's, like, a page where you can check the amount of hours you sleep. If you're not getting that proper 8 to 12 hours, eight, you know, maybe 5 to 8 hours or 6 to 7 or 8 hours, whatever, then there's a problem. So I have it where easy you just check off each week. Also, I have a, 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 a affirmations. I think a lot of times we don't say things to ourselves to help us be positive. So, you know, I have a place where you could just write down like what you want to do and stuff like that. Then also it has a, a thing for just a daily planning. What's your plan for the week? What's your plan daily? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it you could use the journal any way you want. You know what I'm saying? You could use the whole thing. You could so I really wanted to put that out because I think for one, it's like, okay, I, I could read all this stuff, but let me write down these things that are going on with me that I could really uh, use or help or help me out because, you know, it's one thing to think things, but when you see it, so when you're writing down, if you're checking off like, yo, then after a week of checking off your sleep and you find out like, yo, I only sleep about three hours a week average, that's horrible. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, oh, man, I, 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 I eat nothing but McDonald's. Because it's one thing of, you know, when you're on the go doing your thing, it's hard, you know, to, you know, really see it. But, you know, but when you actually look at it, 
You know what I'm saying? It's definitely something that is, is real. So, yeah, so that's why I did the journal part of it. So I wanted, it's two books. So it's the Black Men's Health, Mental Health Bible and the Black Men's Mental Health Journal. And it's available on Amazon if you check in this profile or you go to blackmensmentalhealth.com. The link is there. Also, if you go to, you know, my per, my uh, page, castanowilliams.com, it's also there as well. So, uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to, uh, you know, do that. And it took me time to really do the research and, 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 and build the confidence of doing this. Because, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I don't claim to be the expert. That's not my thing. I'm not here to tell anybody that, you know, I'm the expert on black men's mental health. I just am telling you from my perspective. I don't want anybody, and if it could help anybody, just to look into it. Like, you know, you don't have to believe anything in the book. You know, you really don't. But I, I tell everybody, go seek professional help before it's too late. You know, like for me, it was almost too late. Like, like I had so much inside me that I didn't understand and what I was going through that it was almost too late for me when it came out. Because when you hold all that stuff aside, you don't really understand what you're going through. You don't understand what, what you're doing. You don't understand none of that stuff. What happens is that you hold it inside, inside, and then it explodes. And then it may explode in a bad way. You know, I even learned when I was reading a lot about these different mental mental health issues, and a lot of them didn't apply to me. You know what I'm saying? It really didn't. But at the end of the day, you know, I did think of that person I grew up with or a family member and things like that and say to myself, wow, they were really probably suffering from this mental health. And it's really, and this book could be really great, too, if you have a wife or, or family members that, you know, I encourage them to read this book, too, because, you know, you may read this book and you may say, man, you know, John or Bobby or, or Sam, man, this is, you know, we need to t talk to them. We may do need an intervention. You know, it may not be that, you know, Bobby's just lazy. It's be, you know, it's because maybe he's having some real mental health problems. You know what I mean? So it's not only a book for black men, but I think it's also uh people that love black men in their lives and want them to do good for themselves and you know you can see the problem and say hey you know let me see what i could do to help out so that was my point of really doing this book along with the journals it's a journey you know it's not an overday process every day i work at my mental health every single day some days i have some phenomenal days and some days i have some bad days because it's an ongoing process just because now i have the diagnosis you know, it's harder now because now I know what's wrong. So I have to focus on that, you know, where before, you know, it's it's like, you know, you put a Band-Aid on a wound, right? But the wound never heals. But you put the Band-Aid on it and you're good. But once you take that Band-Aid off, it's exposed to the elements and you want it to heal. So you want to put alcohol on it. So you know, it burns. It hurts because now you're focusing on the problem. Where before you wasn't, so it didn't hurt as much because it's like, hey, I'm not even worried about that. I'm doing me. But now that you're like, yo, I take that bandage off. I'm putting the alcohol around it. You know what I'm saying? It burns. It hurts. But in the long run, what happens is that that wound heals. What you're doing with a bandaid is not healing. You know what I'm saying? The bandaid is just covering it up. But when you actually open it to the elements and you put the alcohol and you take care of it, it heals better. It heals much better. So that's really what this 
these books are is just to help with the healing um, and to understand. But like I said, it doesn't in any way replace going to see a professional person for help. Now, once you see a professional person and you this and you understand what's going on with you, then you could go the route you want to for healing. Now, the book may be healed. The journal may be healing. You may say, yo, you know what? I suffer from, you know, depression, but let me write down every day my affirmations of positivity for myself, and that's going to help me, you know what I'm saying? So that's fine, you know, so it may help, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it may truly help you to heal, um, but like I said, I, I'm in no way an expert when it comes to this stuff. I can just tell my truth. If my truth relates to you or touch uh, you in a way where, you know, you go get help and then you could use the book and the journal as healing, that's great, you know. Um, you, you know, it's been a very learning experience for me, myself, for my family, for my wife, especially for me and my wife. I think we have gone through this amazing, beautiful journey together. And, um, and you know, some some parts have been rough. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Definitely been rough, uh, you know. But the most part has been a beautiful journey. And the thing that's great about relationships is that you learn more about a person, and it makes you love them more. One thing I did that was wrong through my mental health problems was I, my wife, I put my wife on a pedestal. I, 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 I looked at her as she was perfect. In every way. And I put her up there and that was it. And through this journey of learning about my mental health and going through what we've been going through, I've learned something that is important. She's not perfect. And and the thing is this. It's easy to love something that's perfect. It's completely easy. If a, if a person or a thing is perfect, it's easy to love. Because it's perfect. There's nothing that you need to change about it. It's perfect. But at the end of the day, you know, I learned that, you know, she's not perfect. You know, and when it came to this mental health, she there's a lot of things she had to learn, the mistakes she made because she took what I was doing differently than what it was, you know. And I'm truly in love with that imperfect person now. And that's and, and and that was a journey uh, through business. I've learned that you know how to streamline things. You know, um, doing the book. Uh, also, if anybody follows me, I do podcast guru as well, where I teach people how to make money and, and have successful podcasts and stuff like that. And and at the end of the day, you know, I learned that you can't tackle everything. You know, you you can't tackle and put everything on your shoulders i can't be everything to everybody i have to prioritize things that are important when it comes to myself my business and i think so there were some businesses and ventures that i was doing that i had to let go and 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 there was half of me that you know was scared to always do that because i felt like a loser you know um but in reality I'm a real winner because that's just business. You know, there's certain times you're in business, you got to cut things out. You know, you're like, okay, well, our our sales on this product is doing great. 
sells on this product isn't. No matter if, oh, I really like this product, but reality is that, like, yo, it doesn't fit because we're making profit over here, but technically we're losing all that profit because we're invested in this. That's losing us money. And I think, and that's something that I wanted to be everything to everybody. Every business idea I had, I wanted to push 100% and have everything go, but it was costing me time, money, and effort that, to be honest, that I didn't have. I didn't have the time or the money more the effort to make to get those things going. So I'd eliminate things, um, which which, to be honest, is a phenomenal thing because I feel great about it. like, yo, that's that pressure of that. Off. I can streamline, streamline what I'm doing in business, you know, and even my relationships. I've I really have been selective with my relationships. You know, I've chosen to go cl- more closer to my family, my kids, my wife. The things that really matter, because I think sometimes when you're in a when you're have anxiety and depression and things like that, everything is so important and you feel like a failure if you don't if you're not successful at it. You know, uh, I could save this friendship. I could save this relationship. I could save this business. I could do all of this. And at the end of the day, you can't do it all. And that's one thing that was tough for me to understand is I can't do it all. So I had to eliminate a lot of things, not just business, personally as well. Just had to eliminate things. And um, I was scared. And, and, and when I did that, it was better, you know. Because if you're a married man, focus on your family, man. You know, if you have a good wife. Now, I don't know about everybody else, so I can't. But if you have a good wife, you know, you need to, you know, focus on that focus on your wife focus on what you what you do or what you bring to the table and build it together because at the end of the day um that's what's really important but yeah but back to the book though i think my next is gonna be about marriage my me and my wife and mental health illness i think that's a good topic for the next one but for right now i'm focused on the book so yeah the book came out friday um is on amazon check it out um Use it as a reference. I'm going to be talking about a lot of things in the book during my podcast. So if you have the book, then you could probably understand a lot of the topics I'm going to hit on uh, during a podcast. You know, you know, so the next one, I think, besides my wife, I think maybe not the next one, but I think the next one I'm going to talk about sexual disorders, because I think that's something that is very important when it comes to black men in it. Uh, this podcast is not going to be too long because I, at the end of the day, you know, it's really about my book. I want you to go check out the book, then go back to my other podcasts and listen to them. And, um, you know, I appreciate everybody's been supporting me, supporting the Black Men's Mental Health Movement because we need this movement. We need this. You know, um, I reached out to a lot of people that talk about my I'm not going to say no names out there, but I reached out to a lot of people that claim to talk about black men's mental health, but they're phony. I'm going to be real. There's a lot of people out there that are, are kicking off of black men's mental health. But obviously, if you're not famous, then they don't give a fuck. If you're not Kanye West, they don't give a fuck. So, you know, I've reached out to a lot of people out there, the, the people that I have that have talked about black men's mental health and stuff like that. And I reached out and none of them reached me back. So they don't give a fuck. They're just using it as a uh, as a, uh, a, a a marketing scheme for themselves and their brand. But at the end of the day, they don't really care about black men's mental health. So, you know what? Fuck. Em. That's how I look at it. Um, you know, all I could do is reach out 
And if they don't reach back, that's on them. You know what I'm saying? But I want to reach the people that it really counts. And I appreciate everybody listens to it. I appreciate everybody that has been checking in with me. Remember, uh, follow me on uh, at blackmensmentalhealth.com. We also have an Instagram, which is not popping yet, but we're going to get it popping uh, with a lot of information on it at blackmensmentalhealth. Full out blackmensmentalhealth um, on, on Instagram. And uh, you can go to the website, blackmensmentalhealth.com, and then you can check me out at castanowilliams.com where it has information on there too. So I appreciate y'all. And uh, until next time, we'll talk next week. Talk to you later.